I mean, we could almost, we could always pretend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, podcast get there. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm trying to learn uh, noise making skills from uh, my youngest. <laughs> but it would just be like weapons noises. Uh, that, yes, yeah. that, that is very true. Mm. Very true. Is our last uh, episode up? Don't think so. I don't think I'll put it through the leveler yet. Mm. I'll do it when I um, export this one. Mm. Yeah, it's all good. Thought you might be keen to get that one up on the air. It's our darkest one yet. Darkest yet lightest. Yeah, it's darker. Good. Like it was. It was. It's just exploring what heavy some, content subject. Yeah, matter. What some what some people would consider to be dark. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I, I, which is why I was kind of thinking today should be a little bit lighter. Ah, uh, nice. As, okay. a, as a rebound off. Okay. That. Yeah, we probably yeah rather than continuing down that road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know how or where to be a bit lighter. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. We might have to just completely um, change and. Well, no, because this is what we talk about in this podcast. We can't completely change what we talk about in this podcast. Well, it depends what you were planning to talk about. Mm, I have no idea. I just come to these things and wing it. You're the one with the notepad, notebook. I I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking this the other day that, although so far, haven't really prepped at all. No. Like occasionally, like, you might get, I get a question and I think, I'll remember that, mm. but I won't make a note, mm. you know. Do you actually remember the questions? <clears throat> I don't when I try and that. A lot of the time, yeah. But then uh, I want to talk, not not today, I want to talk about sleep quite a lot. Okay. Uh, but I know there's quite a lot of information that I need to be scrubbed up on. Okay. So I need to do a little prep on that one. Okay. When we jump into sleep. Mm. Um, but I did think, are we live? Yeah, we've been live for two minutes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I thought we could cover, potentially, shit health professionals say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's going to be the title as well. Because <laughs> we have a tendency to repeat stuff yeah. that might not be true. But then straight away, how are you going to, how, how do you vet whether or not something's true or not? Because how can, how can then someone take what we're saying to be true? Because we might just be shit health professionals. Yeah. First rule, don't, right. don't believe a word I say. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Go, go explore for go yourself. Go explore, yeah. yeah. Try it. So we're, 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 we're mm. trying to shine a light mm. to an idea or a philosophy mm. or something mm-hmm. that hopefully makes you stop and think and maybe mm. resonates with you that then you can kind of go, all right, I'll give that a bash for two weeks. Okay. I'll see if I feel any different. Like, you know, your work colleague that you said, go decaf. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. After, yeah. After four o'clock or whatever. Yeah. Try it for a couple of weeks. Let yeah, me know yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you know. Yeah, that's cool. It was, like up, it. it was up to him to go, hmm, I'll give that a batch. Mm. Yeah, like I couldn't force him to do it. It was just a case of, no. have you tried this? Yeah. Give it a go, let me know. Yeah. And then he loves it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got a couple, but okay. obviously feel free okay. to interject if you've got anything. Always. Always. One of my favourites is um, when you hear, it's typically a chiropractor. Okay. Not exclusively. Okay. But typically. Because obviously they see a lot of people with mm. back pain, neck pain. Mm-hmm. And you hear them say, oh, yeah, you shouldn't sleep on your front. That's bad for you. <laughs> How are you going to control that? 
<laughs> I'm asleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know, I know, you know, uh, people will hear that right now and they'll go, yeah, I've been told that. Mm. Why would they tell someone that? Like, what would be the biological reason to not sleep on your front? Well, there isn't one. Oh, right. So why would they tell someone not to sleep on their front? I don't know. Oh. Also, how are you going to stop that? Like, you are asleep. Well, you know, when you when you go to bed... I just tell yourself. <laughs> yeah, what you need to do is north to south, feet this end, head this end, <laughs> arms across your chest. Strapped in. Don't, don't move. <laughs> Strapped in like a vampire. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how you should sleep. I do love sleeps when... You know those sleeps when you go to sleep and you wake up in exactly the same position mm. you fell asleep in? Like oh. the, the, the sheets have not even moved. Yeah, like, yeah. Deep. Yeah, I love those sleeps. Yeah. They're rare. Super rare. Yeah. I wish they were every night. But obviously some people, you know, they actually get into bed and they put, position themselves where they feel comfortable, which is on their front. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, you shouldn't do that. It's really bad for your neck. Or I think the idea is that if you mm. remain in that given position mm. for a period of time, it becomes a problem. But... It doesn't matter. Like, you could argue if you stay in any position yeah. for too long, yeah. repetitively, that it's probably going to be a problem. But then surely never going into position becomes more of a problem than going into the position. See, you're so smart. <sighs> yeah, learning. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. I, and I always, I mean, I, I love it when clients come in to see me and they're like, oh, yeah, they so-and-so told me not to sleep on my front. I'm mm. like, why? Mm. Oh, well, you know, they, they think it's bad for my neck or whatever. Like that. Do they have children? Mm. Have, they, have you ever seen a child sleep? Mm. It's, ah. it's everywhere. Yeah, it is everywhere. When they do the sleeping on their front with the butt in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great one. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. And again, it, when you actually go into uh, sort of primal environments, indigenous tribes, those kind of things, and you see they mm. use all these kind of different sleep postures, some of which are on your front, mm. right? Stop saying stuff that's just stupid. The worrying thing is how qualified someone has to be to be able to call themselves a chiropractor. And then they're still going around spreading stuff like that, though. Okay, maybe judging by your face. So no, when, I, when I say how much someone has to go through, I mean, it's it's a couple, it's a good solid years of, of yeah, so five, five years. years. Yeah. So that's a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. In that, you'd also probably do almost like a residency, kind of you go live practice for a mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. you go learn. Mm. Um, so it's a good chunk of time. Like it's a it's an investment to become a chiropractor. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Gotcha. I, I misunderstood that. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying it's like it's the same as becoming a lawyer, but mm. it, it's a significant amount of time and investment. And only some schools do it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just go anywhere. You have to go somewhere very specific to do it. Yeah. You would think they know what they're doing by now to create chiropractors. Yeah. I, I mean, it probably comes down to, and, and not specifically in health, but lots of uh, mm. different professions where you are being taught something and we know that what you're being taught is the thing that we're teaching you, so therefore it must be true. Gotcha. No one re reevaluated the teaching. Yeah. Mm. So at no stage does someone question the authority and go, are you sure? Mm. Okay. You know. Because they are the, the authority, they automatically have. Yeah, therefore they know. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So. But then if we're getting information out of people who are arguably that well-trained, mm-hmm. so five years, mm-hmm. as opposed to one to six weeks on a um, level three personal <laughs> training course, <laughs> yep. like the, the, inf- the stuff that you hear out of a PT is worse. 
Like what? <laughs> oh, well, you're filling out your direct debit form. Let me just write you a program. Not physically seen you move or anything. We've not actually had a conversation, <laughs> but let me write you this program. Yeah. Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. All you need. All you need. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah. The problem is it, then what it does, it, it creates this myth mm. then that, you know, once people have seen that enough times, mm. oh, yeah, I did an induction and they wrote me an exercise program. Mm. How long was that induction? Oh, yeah, you know, it was 40 minutes. Was there a group? Yeah. Mm. And you got a personalized exercise mm. program out of that. Yeah. Mm. Right. Okay. That's, yeah, sure. It's going to work, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be really good for you. Yeah. It's going to be exactly what you need. Yeah. But then that becomes the norm. So then when, when you get a fitness professional or something that, uh, you know, turns around and says, yeah, we're going to take a few hours to do this. Mm. And then, yeah, I need at least a week before I can actually give you that mm. program as mm. well. It's almost like, well, hang on, why are you not doing it like everyone else? Mm. Rather than actually that's how we probably should be doing it. I think people forget the human, the human in all of its entirety um, is the most complex thing that we know of. So how can someone do that in 10 minutes how can they take the complexity of you and your lifestyle and your like training aims or anything like that and be like yeah i got this 10 minutes it's because of the training it is top class yeah yeah Yeah. it's a problem yeah it's a problem in the industry many industries my worry is when i see pts really strapped up (laughs) yeah like they're like oh i'm just gonna go work out and then they put on twice as much clothing with all the knee straps and elbow straps and wrist straps and mm. stuff. And you're like, what are you doing? Ah, oh, just arms. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> why the knee, why the knee braces? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a bit of an issue. Mm. Yeah. What else you got? You got anything else? I got, I've got one mm. as a massage therapist. Ooh. We're, we're guilty of this one. Doesn't it get rid of toxins? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, just yeah. had treatment. Yeah. Make sure you get well hydrated. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, all those toxins all we've those released. Toxins. Sure. Yeah. But then surely, <laughs> like if we look at the bio- biological yeah. implications of that, mm-hmm. like toxins would obviously be stored in the fat, not in the muscle fiber. Yeah. And in a massage, you're not actually tearing muscle fiber. You're just like, I want to say, you're not. I want to say rubbing it, but that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, but you're nowhere near the fat store and you can't do anything about it. Like just rubbing a fat store doesn't break it down. Otherwise fat people could just jiggle themselves thin. Yep. So that doesn't work. Yep. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, guilty of believing that one though. Yeah. Because enough people kind of told me enough, and I was like. Enough people have repeated it. Yeah. It must yep. be that you have a massage to get rid of toxins. Yeah. And then you told me no and I was like. Actually, yeah, it makes so much sense that you, it's impossible. Yeah. Like what, what toxins? Yeah. Like, sure. Okay. We're going to be pushing, you know, we're going to create mm. some pumping effects mm. and yeah, we'll increase blood flow, maybe blah, 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 blah. Mm. If, if you were dehydrated going in, mm. then yeah, sure. Get dehydrated coming out. Yeah. Like hydration's a good thing, but just because you've had the massage. Yeah. Is it as an easier way to explain maybe like the post-massage headache as opposed to the actual answer, which is like your body's trying to come back to where it should be. So of course you might get a bit of a headache after a massage because now some muscles are working that should be. The body's coming, coming back into alignment 
and it's kind of fighting the actually coming back to homeostasis. Yeah, you know, because obviously because the body's being manipulated in that way, and sometimes mm. I'll use the word aggressively for mm. one of a better description, it can be quite tough on a body. Mm. It can be a bit of a workout. Mm. So you feel that kind of buffer. You feel mm. that working into the body. Mm. And I and I think it, it also it's a marker of just your general physiology and health. Like yep. if you have treatment and get like a nasty response to it, I think there might be some underlying issues happening, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. How, mm, okay. If there are un- underlying issues, like how would you spot that as opposed to just you wouldn't know? No, you don't uh, know. I mean, well, you, that's a tricky one. <laughs> you know, you, obviously you can, you can ask and question and, and mm. assess someone as much as possible, but for most, uh, you know, massage therapists or whatever, you don't have the window, you don't have the time mm. to really dig into it, mm. you know, in terms of that line of questioning. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, massage therapists use that one quite a lot. Mm. That one bugs me. Yeah. It's just all the, the like, gym bros. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got to have pre-workout. Yeah. And like, got to get protein and you've got to have like creatine. You've got to have all these like teens and you're like, what if I don't have that? <laughs> Can I not work out? Can I, is this not going to work for me? That's a tough one. The diet, the diet aspect of the misinformation is massive. Yeah. I think in the, in the kind of gym, gym environment, bro science stuff, it's the supplement. Mm. It's the supplement. It's mm. not about the diet. What supplements can I get in and get the most from? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, again, I was listening to a, a, a chap talk about sleep and he was saying good sleep is the most powerful mm-hmm. performance enhancing drug you can access. Mm. Like without doubt. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's the, it's the miracle healer. Like yeah. if more people realize that. Actually, all you need to do is just sleep a little bit more mm. and like Oops. 90% of your problems will probably go away or get a little bit better. More people would probably mm. put a more priority on sleep. Yeah, I must be one of those rare people that the people that I talk to quite a lot, they know kind of what my bedtime is or like when I like to kind of call it quits for the yeah. day. Yeah, So it'll be getting close to bedtime and people will be like, you going to bed? I'd be like, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very regimented. Because, yeah, sleep's just incredible. Like, you can physically, you can see the physical difference between someone, mm. like, really bad night's sleep, and they kind of look a little bit, like, drawn out and gaunt and stuff, and mm. then give them a really good night's sleep even the following night, and they'll actually look fuller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the whole, everything about them looks more healthy. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sleep's really, I really, it's an interesting topic. Mm. It's a I big know. topic. It is a big topic. I love sleep. So good. Naps, all night sleeps, whatever, whatever I can get my hands on, I'll sleep. Yeah. I love it. A client this morning, she was asking me um, to sort of, what's, what's the most important thing for people to change? What, you know, mm-hmm. she said, is it, is it water or is it sleep? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, okay, interesting one. But yeah. For me, I was like, well, think about it from a reverse perspective. So if you took something away from someone, mm-hmm. what's the most important thing you need? So breathing would be first, mm. then I'd go sleep, then I'd go water. Yep. 
like you, you can obviously you don't function very well without breathing mm-hmm. like you can't go very long mm-hmm. sleep i think probably about three days mm-hmm. and you start to become quite psychotic and mm-hmm. have all sorts of uh, psychedelic mm-hmm. kind of stuff happening yeah hallucinations like, yeah, the whole thing yeah exactly yeah. and water you can probably go a bit longer mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. you know so that that was my response order did she like that she was surprised i think by breathing okay because everyone yeah because it's subconscious so, so a lot yeah. of people are like oh yeah don't have to think about that one yeah i breathe all the time <laughs> yeah but you just keep doing it so badly yeah oh so if it comes oh damn but then not not obviously not everything's made equal so if you're mm-hmm. saying that breathing is more important than sleep and sleep's more important than water and mm-hmm. but that whole thing of surely people should learn how to breathe better mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. before they try and actually do anything mm-hmm. before you even try and start really working out and stuff mm-hmm. learn how to breathe absolutely and people be like oh but i can breathe it'd be like yeah yeah and then and then once you've learned how to breathe then learn how to breathe uh breathe where am i from <laughs> breathe and move yes a lot of people yeah a lot of people you'll see hold their breath mm. because that whole thing of the core becomes very unstable while you're trying to breathe and move but then that leads back to constant stabilization which is actually what we should all have yeah and, and also you know that the for their physiology the stress of the exercise mm. just completely hammers breathing mm. even though the exercise might not be that strenuous mm-hmm. like it's just, just their body's response is mm. like damn I'm, I'm doing something mm. my breathing needs to go yep quick yeah, yeah. but is that mind driven as opposed to it's demand driven it's entrained Okay. They've they've trained it into the body, whether consciously or or unconsciously. Can but they? It, but can, it's, can you untrain that? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that, we know that untraining takes a hell of a lot longer than training. It does. Oh, I think suck. also with something like breathing, is the 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 poor training mm. can happen like really unconsciously, mm-hmm. um, whereas the the retraining that has to become conscious. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like maybe the appearance is that it takes longer, but okay. perhaps it doesn't. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Just become aware of it. Mm. And then every time you kind of pick yourself up on it, be like, no, breathe properly. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. Any other nonsense, nonsense practitioners say? For me, it's always the return... The return visit, like you've just had a treatment mm-hmm. and it's like, when do you want to see me back again? The answer should surely always be when it gets bad again, as opposed to, I'm just going to pluck three weeks out the air. What's up there? Oh, that's a good, all right. That's a good question. Um, because all right, to me that, that highlights a good practitioner and a bad practitioner. Yeah. It, I think that's a really uh, tricky line to walk as a definitely as a yeah, yeah definitely um people love and some people need to be told what to do mm-hmm. so some people need you to tell them when to come back yeah then it's a question of uh a moral code you know is that therapist trustworthy and honest enough yep. to go mm, i think you're good for two weeks mm-hmm. or yeah, I need to see you tomorrow. I need mm. to see you in two days. Like, do you really need that or do you not need that? That's really tricky mm. to identify. I had someone yesterday 
the same question, you know, after treatment, she's mm. like, when do I need to come back? Mm. It's like, to be honest with you, I think you could probably go about three weeks. Yeah. She was like, what? I need to come back before then. Yeah, like, yeah. that's fine. Mm. If you need to come back before then and you feel it, we can do that. It's not a problem. I just don't think you need to come back. You might want to come back. Okay. I, don't, I don't think you need to. Okay. And she was like, can I have a longer treatment? It's like, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you need to. Mm, okay. You can. Yeah. Like you might want that, but do you need that? Mm. And, uh, you know, yeah. But then at what point do you turn around to your client and you're like, we've been working on the same thing mm-hmm. for every time you come in, it's the same thing. We're not extending the, the distance between our appointments. It's all been the same. Yeah. So at what point do you turn around and you're like, you need to go work on that? Stop just coming to me and go work on that. Right. And, and I mean, in reality, if you can, you have that conversation first time around. Okay. Because the, something they're doing has pulled you there, mm. has pulled them, mm-hmm. them in front mm. of you. Yep. So, you know, if you can start down that pathway of, I'm not going to fix you. Mm. Like, if you want this to be fixed, we'll have to look at root cause. Yes. Like, treatment will help you. Mm. And you'll probably feel good for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back. Mm. So you need to look into it from that perspective. What can you do long term? Mm. Okay. So often, you know, as a therapist, you know, unless they've just like injured themselves, mm. most people are coming to you with a long term chronic issue mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. built up over time. Mm-hmm. So you can have that conversation quite early. Okay. A lot of people don't want to hear it because they've come to you to be fixed. Yes. Okay. And obviously sometimes the solution is you're going to need to stop doing what you're doing, mm. which, yeah. Hard do. for people to hear as yeah. well. I'm a runner and that's all I do. Mm. You need to stop running for a bit. I can't. Yeah, we need to change how you run. We need mm. to look into it. No, no, no. I just want to run. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw one client for um, conditioning coaching, specifically for running, right? So we obviously, we well, I watched him run. Mm. And his posture was, he, like, he'd already told me, my posture's poor, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It doesn't work. Like, okay, let's see it. Mm. Yeah, okay, I see problems. Yeah. So first drill, let's have you running backwards. Because mm-hmm. as soon as someone runs backwards, everything straightens up. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, because they use all the muscular system, mm. like everything gets activated. Whereas when they run forwards, they're falling forwards. Yep. They don't use their muscles. So we just did short drills. Okay, run forwards, stop run backwards and we'd run backwards longer than we ran forwards. Okay. See how this feels in your body, mm. right? Do you feel, and, and you have to point out, do you feel how, where your rib cage is mm. positioned? Do you feel where your head is positioned? All these kind mm. of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Next time we run forward, try and carry that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, that, that feels better. But I couldn't do this when I go for a run because I just want to run. I just want to think about I it. I don't want to think about it. Mm. But then how long would it take to become unconscious? Because it's only conscious because that's what the training, mm. that's what the training is on. That's what you're, you're training. So surely do that like three or four times and it's starting to become unconscious. Yeah. No? Yeah. Maybe. It can take, again, it can take a long time to yeah. correct a faulty pattern. But then if you know that your running is leading to injury, mm-hmm. why would you not then mm-hmm. actively be like, I like running, how I'm doing it is not good. Yeah. This little, I'm going to have to just think about my runs a little bit more. Yeah. But it means I can still go for a run, not get injured. Yeah. 
Like, surely that's a win-win. But then he's obviously using, I guess they're using it as an escape. Yeah. The assumption of, yeah. Was a he, but they're using the run as an escape where it's like, right, three o'clock, put the running shoes on, I'm gone for 45 minutes. No one can get a hold of me. Precisely. That's not healthy. What, what you gonna do? <laughs> I know it's his decision and stuff, but you're not then using exercise for health. You're using exercise almost as a punishment. Escapism, punishment. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because there's a mental health aspect that he was benefiting from. Yeah. The, the, you know, the release, the distraction. The but then what happens when he injures himself and he then can't, can't run, run for longer? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And it... And I'm, I'm even, I'm not even trying to look at this from a, yeah, I get to ride my bike all year round because I don't really like riding it in the winter. Mm. So as soon as it gets to the kind of wetter, darker months, I'm a bit like, actually, I'll put the bike away for the winter mm. and I'll pick up another sport, whether it be more training in the gym or, yep. or whatever. Yeah. Like maybe I'm, maybe I'm just unique in that aspect. It's like the bike's not going anywhere. Mm. The run's not going anywhere. Yeah. I think that's why triathletes generally present with less issues or, you know, because the, the if, they, if they hit an issue mm. running, then they don't run as much and they mm. swim and cycle. Mm. You know, so they're still ticking their boxes. Yeah. They also do quite a lot of gym stuff. They can. Yeah. They, can. they tend to have an appreciation for strength training. Mm. Mm. Which a lot of single sport athletes don't. No. Why would I want to go to the gym? All I'm doing is running. Yeah. It's like, you still got to strengthen some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting one. Um, and again, uh, Perhaps it's more of a myth than crap health professionals say. Uh, a, a slightly older client um, was talking about I like that he likes to do lots of cardiovascular work, mm. but he's starting to present with a strength issue. Mm. So you're like, you need to do strength training. Mm. He's like, I, but I thought cardio was really important, especially as I got older. It is. Well, it is, but, but strength training mm. is more important because you're losing muscle. Mm. And that happens more as you get older. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realise. Mm. Oh, why did you not realise? Like, you're going to a gym. He goes to a gym, like, multiple times a day. But unless you pay someone to then point those out to you, people don't just walk up to you in a gym and say, have you noticed? Oh, I've seen you coming a little, I've seen you coming quite a lot. Over that time, I've noticed you yeah. happening. Like, PTs don't do that. Mm. PTs will only pay attention to you, I guess, when they're initially trying to capture you as a, as a customer. Mm-hmm. Or probably if you're, they're trying to hit on you. Yeah. Otherwise, they just kind of leave you alone because they're like, oh, it's not worth my time or my, and I'm not getting paid. <laughs> it's kind of the impression you get in a gym. Yeah. Like, unless a PT knows he's going to get paid, he doesn't really, mm-hmm. like, get involved. Yeah. Where you're like, but that could be a potential customer. Mm. Also, just for the general thing of, like, you work in a gym, mm-hmm. you should constantly be helping people whether or not they're paying you. Absolutely. Kind of comes that whole, like, you are kind of like a governance mm. kind of person. You are o- overseeing that everyone is doing what they're doing. Yeah healthily and safely yeah or you should be yeah whether or not because you're still getting paid yeah. like the gym is still paying you i would still expect if i'm failing on a on a machine or an exercise a pt would run over and help me yeah but it's never a pt it's always some other gym dude mm. which i mean great that they're there and thanks for the help yeah i i expect pts to be way more involved than they are mm. you're still getting a baseline salary you're still paid to be here true certain hours yeah and, uh, you know, that question made me think then about actually that there's, it, it's still, I imagine it's still the same kind of programs being written and mm-hmm. we warm up on a piece of cardiovascular equipment, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, because, yeah, the, 
the formula for a gym has not changed. Mm. Pack as much single motion exercise equipment in that you can fit more people in because mm-hmm. everyone's got a seat. Mm. So if someone has a seat, then they've got a space. Yeah. We know what capacity is. Don't let people move around because they might bump into one another. <laughs> this was pre-COVID as well, yeah. but that's that's what a gym was. It was yeah. very much a, no, you go do your thing in your allocated space. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Don't look at anyone. Yeah. yeah. The gyms were never a fun place. I never walked into one and been like, oh, you guys are all having fun in here. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. people just head down on the treadmill, just <laughs> hating life because they were like, oh, I need to get half an hour in Yeah. without even realizing yeah, but is it actually healthy for you? Like, are you improving your health with that half an hour? Or are you yeah. are you just trying to go backwards? How the hell are you managing to read a book whilst on the treadmill? Like, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. No, the PT thing annoys me. Like, you're paying good money to be a, a member of a gym mm. in, like, most places. Yeah. I just, I would have expected them to do more. I'd expect more of a a, a free kind of included PT level. Yeah. I shouldn't have to, it shouldn't be an extra. No. When we get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we get Well, there. that's what we've always said. It was the whole thing of we would change our employment structure for PTs. <sighs> yeah. I would actually pay them a relatively good mm-hmm. base salary. Mm-hmm. These are your hours. This is what, excuse me, this is what I expect for you in those hours. Yeah. None of it's going to be, I'm not expecting you to then be a part-time cleaner because mm-hmm. we'll take care of that. Yeah. I just need you to PT. Yeah. But I need anyone to be able to walk up to you and you'd be like, yeah, sure, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that is this level of service that people should be getting in a gym. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Quite right. Yeah. Quite right, sir. Quite when, right. When we get there. When we get there. Yeah. Cool. Time for a coffee? Anything else? No. Any other business? Uh, any other business? <laughs> any housekeeping? No, I don't think so. Don't you used think. a tool recently, though? Uh, any life-changing tools, tools that you've... We've not spoken about tools for a while. No, we haven't. Uh, any t- No. It's been quite no. actually light on the DIY yeah, front and been, stuff recently. It's been incredibly light. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I serviced the car the other day and got incredibly dirty. Didn't nice. Yeah. Nice. But, no decent tools mm. used in that process. Okay. No. I haven't used a decent tool either. Ah, oh, no wonder. No wonder we're so miserable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a beautiful day, and I kind of want to go. I don't know. Do something manual. Dig a hole. Yeah, a little bit. It's such. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like actual punishment, making someone dig a hole. Yeah. It's hard work. It's good fun though. It's hard work. Depends if you if you're preparing for the punishment, mm. where you're like, I've got this hole to dig, it's yeah. gonna suck. Yeah, I, I, the, there's one of the a movie myth. Mm. You know, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, let's dig here, mm. and it cuts, and their head shot yeah, yeah. deep in this hole, and you're like, no, and you're not even sweating. Yeah, that, yeah, that's perfectly <laughs> dug hole. Yeah, yeah. I feel only that was that easy. I think we might have to um, explore some new coffee, though. There's nothing wrong with Owens, but I've been drinking that dude's coffee for a little while now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Time to find somewhere. Some, something, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere else, just to give a little bash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're no, probably right. That'd be nice. But then again, where do you go to guarantee quality, mm. flavor? Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
maybe that's a headache I don't really need. But again, maybe I just need to be more adventurous with the flavors I'm actually getting from him as well. I keep going back to like one or two because I know they're good. Yeah. And that's that whole thing of like, mm, do you risk it once if it's bad? Mm-hmm. Got to drink the whole bag because you paid for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Beanberry, they're supposed to be quite good. Are they? Mm. Mm. I'm not sure if they're organic though. Yeah. See, I'd much rather the same flavor organic coffee over. Mm. Ha- has been. Have a look on has been. Has been. Co.uk. Okay. Yeah. Is it, are they kind of like a, they sell loads of different co- people's mm. coffee? Okay. Yeah. Like a marketplace for Kind coffee. of like a marketplace. Well, okay. yeah, I think they, they, they sort of source their own stuff. So, uh, it's, okay. so it's labeled up as their own, mm. but yeah. Okay. That's why I did find a biodynamic coffee from them once. Oh. Yeah. Well, I might have to head back into the office um, relatively shortly for like one one day a week. Um, but that sucks to be you. I know. I'm really not looking forward to it because you're like, but I can. That means I can successfully do my job from home four days a week and only need to be in the office one day a week. It's really weird. But anywho, yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But that does reopen up the door for a Cooper's. Haven't been there for a while. We could have some genuine background noise. We could have some genuine background noise. Cooper's gets loud, though. It does, yeah. It's a big empty space. It is, yeah. He needs something to absorb some sound. Yeah. I have told him. I have to go in with those, like, massive helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People just think we're trying to keep the COVID away, though. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be that weird nowadays. No. People would just be like, that's cool. They got the big face masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit worrying. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, each their own, as long as you're happy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's, cof- let's coffee time. There's coffee time. 